Hello, and welcome to episode 148 of The Nerd Out. I am Lisa. I'm Rich P. We're girls, we nerd out. We're here to talk to you and impart our wisdom today. Um, thank you for joining us. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can email us, info at thenerdout.com. We'd love to hear from you. Um, we have a website, and we are a part of the Word to Your Mama Network at W-T-Y-M-A-M-A on the socials. That is correct. Here we are. So soon. So soon after the last time we talked. We're recording super soon after the last time we talked. This will not be dropped as soon as the last time we talked. But. (laughs) But so soon. Um. And this will be, you know, we just came back. We had a, we had a little respite, respite, uh, a little, you know, um, siesta. And then we were back <laughs> last month. And then this month in December will be the final nerd out of 2023. Of the year. Of mm-hmm. the year. Closing it. We're going to close it out strong. Yeah, that's what we do. And and then, you know, 2024, we'll, we'll see what happens. But. We're here now, two in a row. We were we were on a we were on a good kick. We were yeah. like the beginning of the year, bam, 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 bam. And then life happens, traveling health, but we're good and we're back. Yes, we are. And we're here. We're here. Yeah. And I mean, what better way to close out the year than being able to talk to you lovely people who are very kindly listening? I even had a friend of mine who is a longtime fan of ours who messaged me and was like, holy shit, I didn't know you guys were still doing the nerd out. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, we got we got one. We got one back. Come on, got people. Well <laughs> <laughs> got to reel them in. Got to reel them in. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like I was thinking about it yesterday as I was posting for my other shows that came out. And I was just like, we started the nerd out a long ass time ago. But but it was a hobby. Like, we weren't doing all the things that you're supposed I mean, it's fucking a full-time job now to, yeah. to promote and be amongst because everybody and their mother has a podcast now but when we started there weren't that many no we were we were getting um apple comments people that we like literally didn't know like they literally could because people you could find us because there weren't that many and then let alone a girl you know a girl one a female one and we're nerding out like i was looking at old posts and i was like yeah i go people could find us now it's just like nerd this nerd that girls nerd blah 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 and you know but we've been here man we've been here for a long we've been time here. don't call it a comeback <laughs> we've been here for years we've been here for years <laughs> um we i would also like to point out that we outlasted the um our nerd out nemesis the oh, restaurant yeah. in portland that was called the nerd out and they were like trying to take our shit yeah, they were trying to like they were trying to like roll up on our shit and like <laughs> what? No, don't do that. Nah, nah, B. Nah. So you can't roll up on the nerd out. Like, yeah. We're still here. We're like the cockroach yeah. of podcasts. Yeah. We'll die. We'll never no, die. Never. No. They'll try uh-uh. to take us out, but we're still here. <laughs> this is a hundred percent true. 
So suck it, nerd out in Portland. Guess you should have picked it. a different name. Yeah, you should have looked first. You should have done your research. Yeah. Because you wanted our domain, but we got it, man. We got mm-hmm. it like, when was that? A thousand Two. years ago. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> um, when you come for the queens, you better not miss. That's what That's I'm saying. Right. Please believe it. Please believe it. <laughs> So one thing we didn't talk about last time that I wanted to talk about, and I think this is a good one for the last episode of the of the season of the year, uh-huh. is, you know, I've been, we talked about, you know, being Gen X of a certain age, a certain age bracket, uh-huh. perimenopausal, I'm emotional about everything, but also it, it makes you, at the age that I'm at, for me personally, I'm thinking about so many different things and I could cry at the you know, yeah. drop of a pin. Like I can cry in anything. And when I saw this, I downloaded it. I think I reposted it and I showed the family and I just, I've been thinking about it ever since. It's Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's a, it's a video of him talking about, like he's, he, he wants to be buried when he dies. Right. Cause he's mm-hmm. like, Oh, you know, be a part of the fauna that give back to the fauna that I, you know, uh, ingested during my lifetime and you know da 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 and he was talking about cremation which is the way I want to go out right uh-huh he said when you're cremated and I don't know people it's him talking about it so I'm assuming it's for reals that he said this or some of it but he says when you're cremated at the crematorium or whatever that your energy whatever you feel that is but your energy as a person gets released into space forever at the speed of light. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to stay on this earth. Because who's to say how long this earth, the way we're treating it, who's to say how long it's going to be here? So I'm just going to be poof. No, no. Cremate me. Thoughts on that. How do you want to go out? Burial? Cremation? Uh... You know, the it's, I think, I'm a little surprised by his proclamation of that because I think it's a little more complicated. First of all, whatever your energy, energy, whatever you want to call it, that shit's, hopefully that shit's gone by the time you, they shove you in an oven. You know what I mean? Like, that's gone. So, unless it's a bizarre murder situation. So, I feel like when you die, that's, that's that whatever yeah your soul yep but like that doesn't like when they burn you up like a lot of you is released into the atmosphere which then eventually comes down into the ground when it rains when it you know when molecules get together and decide to do something like you don't just float around endless, endlessly. Some of you are going to be in the earth. Some of you are well, going to be in space. He's saying that at the, because the infrared uh, you know, that happens and the atoms and the energy from your atoms, from your particles are released. And I'm going to take it and I'm going to hold on to it because I was like, yes, I want to be up in like I want my soul is up for sure. My, you know, yeah. like my, for me, my loved ones, like when the supernatural bear was little. So many people were dying. And I was like, I was like, oh, they went to space because, you know, their souls went to space. Yeah. But now it's like next level particles (laughs) of my bones, of my riggedy raggedy bones 
like the at like I was just like yeah I'm all about it and then it made me think even more for sure I don't want to be all up in this in the earth you know I like full-blown buried I don't mind I don't object to being buried but I don't want to be buried in a cemetery and I don't want to be like embalmed and in a coffin and all this sort of stuff. Like, just drop me in the ground, wrap me in a cloth, and drop me in the ground. Right, right. If that's like, what I we're gonna be, do, I want to be cremated. And I've always said, if I want to be cremated, and then whoever's like, if you know, supernatural bear, hopefully, you know, he's alive. Like, I want him to go on an adventure. It's going to be in in the will and and spread a little ashes and my favorite joints. Like <laughs> my favorite spots of the world, yeah. In the and See, in the I water too, you know. Yeah. Like put me like oh go to Japan, go to you know Tokyo, go by the water, put me up in there, you know. I want to be like floating all around, like and, and, you know, in the wind and I, I don't yeah. know. So I've been thinking about that recently, and I was like, yeah, man, space, speed of light, you know. Yeah. And then my you know energy by from my atoms can land in some other galaxy, yeah, and be a part of little part of something i don't know it's just i I, you know just being at that age it's like yeah i I, gotta have more time i still i still have a lot of uh living to do please believe um but uh i was thinking recently i think i was getting a massage and um I was thinking like my mind was sort of wandering and it was like, you know, and it was sort of like half, like not half asleep, but just like, like brain. I was in a, a bit of an altered state cause it just felt like really great. Mm. And, um, and I was thinking about like, you know, what would happen if I died tomorrow? And it was the very first time in my whole life where I was like, you know what? I got, I got a lot of good living in. Yeah, because normally yeah. I'm like, fuck that, and like raging against the machine. <laughs> but it was the first time that I was like, you know, it's going to happen to everybody. Maybe I got yeah. a lot of good living in. So just so that you know, if I walk out of the door and I'm struck by lightning, you have to be like, damn it, Lisa, why did you articulate that out loud? <laughs> but I did. Okay, I'll remember. And we remember here, we'll have video and audio. Yeah, and be like, remember when shit. Lisa hypothesized about her death and how she was ready to go and had nothing left to live for yeah here it is no that's not it at all um and i thought about how like old people i just have never understood when old people are like i'm ready to die i am never ready to die i've never been ready to die in my whole life i hope i never am no but yeah i was like oh maybe like there is maybe you can approach it with peace yeah. yeah, fuck that. You know, for another nerd out, just because you know we're nerd about so many different things on here. If this, if you're new to this, just know we nerd about everything. And right now we're nerding out about death. Okay. <laughs> um, I I'm part of this mastermind, and one of my bu- accountability buddies. We haven't met in person. We've only done a Zoom. Um, I want to learn more, but she says she's a death doula. Oh, uh huh. I have heard of these things. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to learn more and I will do some research and I'll come back with some information. Yeah. I've, uh, there's another, I'll drop a link to it into, um, into our show notes. There's a woman 
Barbara Carnes, I believe is her name. K-A-R-N-E-S. She's a nurse, mm-hmm. RN. Um, and she is considered um kind of the biggest expert in like end of life care, hospice, whatever, and has written a couple of very short but incredibly like um super high impact books, like pamphlets really for people who are caring for someone who is near death. And um it's really it's really interesting stuff. Like the yeah. the things that she has to that she like goes into about like what can what do you expect? Like what should you expect the last days, hours, minutes of someone's life? Oof. And like and also sort of like words of wisdom, because I think lots of people are like, oh, I'm doing it wrong. What am I doing? Like, nobody teaches me this anymore. <laughs> a thousand right. years ago or like 3000 years ago, you kind of knew how to care for people who were right. dying or else. I don't know. You just like left them on the tundra and peaced out. I don't know. But like, you know, now it's just a bunch of dumbasses like me who are trying to figure it out. But it was really it was a really um, her writing is really interesting, really eloquent for people who are interested in what like end of life and caring for people at the end of their life looks like. Mm, very interesting. Yes. Put that link in the show. Sounds notes. sounds like a death and, doula kind of. Yeah. And and you you and, and Ranger Ted, you guys finished Reservoir uh, Reservation Dogs. You haven't finished it? We got halfway through the last season and we were like kind of annoyed with it. And I, we were like, do we keep watching? I don't know. Oh, it was it was fantastic. But I think you've if, I don't know if it was the last season. I think it was the season before where um, the grandma yes. passes away and they're all with there and they're singing the songs and they have. And I was just like, Great that's episode. the way. that's the way to go out like i'm on my deathbed play all my fucking favorite shit yeah (laughs) if if they're still alive bring them over have a dj spin i don't give a fuck like have my favorite people no no bad energy have my favorite people my favorite eat my favorite foods (laughs) tell me the shit yeah and i go off yeah release Uh such a beauty that was such a beautiful i'm super uh, bummed still that that show was gone but it's i don't know if you follow the cast and the director but it's getting on all kinds of best of 2023 show list as it should okay. as it should i really liked it's four seasons total right uh, i don't remember three i i like maybe three i loved the first I love the first one and then like kind of decreasingly still head and shoulders better than 99.9% of show that's on television. Right, right. But the last season I was like, I think that what it was is the last season was less ensemble-y. Yes. And yes. It was more, individual stories. Yeah. And I was like, I love the individual stories, but I just love them together so much. And I was getting frustrated. So I was like, oh, do I just like leave and no, remember remember it. what I wanted to remember or should I finish it? I guess I should finish it. You should finish God. it because it, it's individual stories because they're wrapping it up. They know it's the last 
It's a series yeah. finale. So they're giving everyone a little shine. They're also get, taking this opportunity like, oh, we're about to be out. Who's to say when we're going to get this opportunity to have indigenous stories on such a huge platform? So let's fucking tell these people who probably will never have access to this or never take the time to research themselves the fucked up shit, the, the, the trauma, the generational trauma that all of these kids are dealing with, right? So you take it to the past, you take it to the present, and then you wrap it up as shit needs to happen, right? Like people move on and, and but like you've always had this and also together the history of your people is this. And it, I think as a person of color and first generation, I think it resonates with so many of us. Like you're just like, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, mm-hmm. And you're just like, okay, tears, joy, laughter, and you know, that remembering being that age and and you know, making moves and trying to break free from the entire your entire family trying to keep you down. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. So I suggest I in some downtime, I, I I would recommend you finishing it. Okay. And I think, it, you know, I'm hoping it would make sense. You might have a different experience, but I'm hoping at the end it'll make sense. You're like, ah, wrapped it up. Okay. Um, Ranger Ted is, um, is in Las Vegas coming up for like four days for his friend's birthday. Oh. So I will watch it then. Yeah, because you can watch it on the big TV instead of That's the right. laptop. Yeah. yeah, sweet. So what what are we talking about TV? I, Since the last time we spoke. You know, I haven't done much TV because I've, like, I had a, first of all, we had a big power outage here that lasted for, like, lasted for, like, half a day. And I felt like Ooh. I was then behind on doing everything that I wanted to get right. done this weekend, including um watching some television i've been reading a lot lately so a little less tv um and there was a movie that i just watched but i can't even remember what it was and i'm gonna keep i don't know i'll look for it and see if i if i can remember maybe i'll text ranger ted see if he can remind me um but i don't have a whole lot to talk about um on the tv front what about you so one thing I forgot to talk about last time was it was the series finale of Starstruck, which is on Max. And ugh, I loved it. And the way it ended it was fantastic. I if you haven't started that TI, you should definitely that's a show you should and then you could you're so lucky because so fortunate you could binge it. Uh-huh. Um but it it stars is written and created by Rose Matafeo. She's uh Maori from New Zealand, but it's okay. in based in in London, I think, UK. Okay, and ah, uh, it is fantastic. The co-star, it's so she's a regular girl, and she ends up having a relationship with like a super mega star Indian, uh, you know, of Indian descent, Pakistani uh-huh. Indian descent, and okay. it's just, I think you would love it. It's great, um, and I'm super bummed that it's over, but they they wrapped it up. And I was like, yeah, that's realistic. Sad, but realistic. So okay. I wanted to, because, you know, we so much time had passed. And I wanted to to say that it's so, so great to see 
you know, something written and created on that side of the pond by, you know, a woman of color starring, you know, people of color. And uh, yeah, so that's on Max. I believe it's three seasons. Okay. But check it out. Uh, anything else? Oh, one last thing, because this, this is called The Nerd Out Here. And I talked about The Gilded Age, right? Yes. And uh, I love it because I'm learning so much about that time in U.S. history in that time of New York, right? Uh-huh. T.I., maybe you knew, but I had no fucking idea. The Brooklyn Bridge. Uh-huh. The Brooklyn Bridge at that time during the Gilday was one of the, considered to be one of the, you know, wonders of the world that was being built, right? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Did you know that it was mostly and finished off by a woman engineer? I don't think I did. Yes. So they depict, they, and then so, and then I listen, you know, cause I nerd out around these parts. I listen to the podcast and then they talk about what's true, what wasn't true. Da, 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 da. So it was started off, it took like mad years, right? They had to design it. Da, 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 da. It was started off by, I forgot homeboy's name. He, he got, I think, tet, tetanus. He got a, t- like he was building okay. it. Working on, so he got tetanus. Right. And died. So then his son, who also studied engineering in the same field, because, like, you know, back in the day, you would do what your family does. Who was it? So he took over. But and so what little did they know is that him and his wife both went over to Europe and studied engineering, all this shit, structural engineering, civil engineering, blah, 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 blah. Then they come back. Pops dies. He has to take over. I forget what he. So then he dies, and I forget what he dies of. Or why? Why he? I think got sick of something, maybe disease or something. But she was right there, hand in hand. They would work on it together. But no one would want to. It's, this is the eighteen sure. something, eighteen sure, fifty sure. something, right? No one wants <laughs> to do anything, let alone cross a major bridge if they know a woman. Yeah. Is in charge of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole time she tried to keep it from people, only those that knew and trusted her. Right. Were in the house because her office was a house. And they'll be like, where we need to have a meeting with them. They're like, well, he's not, he's out of town. <laughs> so they were like, did it try not to say that he was dead? Uh huh. Her name is Emily Warren Roebling. Huh. So she's an American socialite, builder, and businesswoman who was largely responsible for the gilding construction, I mean, guiding the construction of the Brooklyn Bridge from 1869 to 1883. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. This whole time. We didn't know. I think that um, she, uh, or who was it? There is some other really interesting story that I heard recently about another woman engineer that you, oh, you know what? It was the woman who was, I think they, I think it's drafting. The woman who drafted all of those like gorgeous drawings of Frank Frank Lloyd Wright houses Mm, that mm, are like, mm. I I mean, the houses themselves are iconic, but even like the drafting images are so beautiful. Like people have them as fine art prints and she, she did them all and he always took credit for it. And she would secretly put her name 
in, like would hide the, her name in the drawing, which feels like something I'm going to date myself right here, which feels like something that you would like do in a highlights book at the doctor's <laughs> office while you're waiting, like find the hidden words. So, but she would like put her name in there and That's put it amazing. in there as sort of a like F you. Yeah, man. Yeah. We're still getting, women are still getting fucked till this, like now we're oh, still yeah. getting fucked now. But imagine the shit that she had to go through, the, the, the links that they had to go through to keep it so that, you know, and we, so much so that we don't even know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was just up, up on it. Right by it. And all these years, something so great. And then watching the show was like, you know, they were like, nobody would, no one would want to walk across a bridge, but they wouldn't think it would be sound, you know? And it was like one of the biggest, great wonders of the world at that time. Uh Uh-huh. Crazy. Crazy. You know, another kind of interesting story about a woman who um, ran things is, um... Uh, President Wilson, uh, 1919, he suffered a stroke and his wife essentially served out the rest of his term and like was behind the scenes and was was like, oh, my husband's not seeing anyone, but I'm acting as his secretary. And so they would be like, (laughs) "Okay," And like people did not like it. The men did not like it. But she'd be like, well, I'm going to go talk to him. And then apparently he was far sicker than anyone ever knew. Like he couldn't speak, he couldn't whatever. So she was the president for two years, three years. See? See? Yeah, nuts. Ladies. We got to take up space, man. Take yeah. up space. And the fact that shit's just coming out now, it's it's crazy on so many fronts. Um Anything else on the TV front? You know, the one thing that I want to talk about, I think I mentioned it a while ago, is um, an anime series on Netflix called Arcane, which is takes place in the League of Legends universe. And um, the animation is so beautiful. And I tried so hard to get into it because people were like, oh, my God, you don't even need to know anything about League of Legends to love this. It's so great. It's fantastic. Oh my God, the best anime. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I was like, okay, great. And I probably got like three or four episodes in, and I was like, I just don't give a shit. Do you want to support original content that supports diverse voices? Why not support Word to Your Mama? You're listening to it right now. Become a patron. Head over to patreon.com slash WTYM. There are four patron levels to choose from, including Good Looking Out, I'm Down, Hell Yeah, and Please Believe It. Benefits include patron shoutouts, exclusive patron-only content, and so much more. Head on over to patreon.com slash WTYM to take your support to the next level. Gracias. This is your friendly reminder to take a deep breath. Este es tu recordatorio para que respires profundo. Take a deep breath in. Inhala profundo. Exhale as you observe your breath, letting all the air out. Exhala, observando tu exhalación, dejando salir todo el aire. Would you like to help me reach my mission of teaching meditation to one million children? ¿Te gustaría ayudarme a alcanzar mi misión? 
de enseñar meditación a un millón de niños, I invite you to join me in the Decide Balance Oasis, a safe space where families can find bilingual meditations and mindfulness practices and so much more. Te invito a que te unas conmigo en el Decide Balance Oasis, un espacio seguro donde las familias pueden encontrar meditaciones bilingües y prácticas de atención plena y mucho más. Go to decidebalance.com for more details. I'll see you in the Oasis. Visita decidebalance.com para obtener más información. Nos vemos en el Oasis. Um, but what I was going to say, regardless of how much you heard about Arcane, another reason that I haven't been, a somewhat related reason, that I haven't been watching as much television is because I'm back on the World of War crack Ooh. and playing some video games. My, yes. a friend of mine, a friend and co-worker of mine uh, was like, hey, let's, let's go play some Warcraft. I was like, no, man, I can't do that again. I like, I quit cold turkey many years ago. Uh, no, uh-uh, can't do it. It's hard. It got to be too hard. He's like, no, 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 we're going to go play the classic version, the old version. We're not going to play all that new content bullshit that like, you need to have a PhD and video games in order to fucking play because i'm like i'm a filthy casual i do not do not make me like if i need like a hundred different like add-ons to track what the fuck is going on no yeah so we're playing like old school wow and uh yeah been playing a lot of that that has been a lot that and reading has been more of my free time lately i love that then that's better i think i mean (laughs) nice little break you know? Yeah, it's a break. It's a break. Or are you it's stressed? Or are you stressed playing? No, no, it's great. I like I find myself like I know that there are other video games that have like a world that is as giant and immersive and layered and all of that. But right. I, I I I've I don't know, I had I just haven't found one. I've played like a number of Skyrim and all all that sort of stuff and really um this one this is this is my jam it's super fun (laughs) so it's been great and like the first 20 levels is a grind because you just you're trying to get to um buy a mount so something that you can travel at like three times the speed of like (laughs) running everywhere so once you get that you're like oh my gosh i have a i have a, a a steed a trusty steed now i can go do everywhere i can go everywhere and do everything so nice it's been pretty fun that's awesome i know sweet um okay so what about movies what are we talking about here well um there are a couple of movies that i'm thinking about seeing and may have seen by the time this airs Ah, and that is um both napoleon and the new hunger games movie new hunger games probably not even though i've heard it's gotten very good reviews, and apparently it's big with the Gen Zers. Ooh. Who knew? Oh, no. Um, and Napoleon, here's the thing. So I love Ridley Scott. He's one of my favorite directors. And this Napoleon feels a lot like Kingdom of, Kingdom of Heaven, which came out 20 years ago and 15 years ago. And it was like Kingdom of Heaven was a pretty good movie, but then he released a director's cut that was like an hour longer and people were like this movie is fucking amazing i can't believe Mm. they didn't can't believe they released the shorter version 
And that's kind of how I feel about Napoleon, because he said in a couple of interviews that Apple's going to let him release a director's cut of it. Ah. That's going to be like an extra hour. And I was like, do I just wait for the Ridley Scott version? Yeah. 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 Time is of the essence, right? Our time and energy is is of the essence. If you're going to do it, do it in one shot. Yeah. So um, the only movie that I've seen lately is an oldie but but a goodie. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot with Tina Fey, uh, Martin Freeman, (laughs) Margot Robbie from 2016, I think. Oh, shit. She plays a journalist who goes to Afghanistan to cover the conflict there. And um, I mean, it's actually kind it's kind of a dramedy. Like there are Mm. moments of humor that are actually quite funny, Um, but it's largely pretty serious, as you can imagine. Um, Yeah. So I actually really recommend that. No. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. I don't remember it really. I'm looking at the yeah, at the poster and it has you know star-studded cast. Yeah, it's great cast. It's the writing is great and clever. It's like Margot Robbie before I think I knew who Margot Robbie was. Wow. Yeah. Nice. And uh, Martin Freeman is super funny and kind of a dick and really charming. And um, he is kind of adorable. <laughs> He's great. Yeah. Um, where did you see it on? Just watched it at home. Uh, I know, but what, uh, what service? You know what? We watch it on, it's on something that's free. Oh. Like which, Tubi or something? You know, it might have been Tubi or Freevee. Um, let me tell you, I would pay two ninety nine or whatever they want for this fucking movie to not have to watch the commercials. But oh. that was not in the cards. I think I was only <laughs> able to find the free, the freemium version. The freemium. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But really good. Totally recommend to people. It's great. Nice. And Mar- Margot Robbie has an age. Like looking at the poster, she looks exactly the same. She and really I was like, what is not. she going to look like super young? She looks the same. <laughs> she doesn't look younger. She looks the same. Yeah. Yeah. She. And she's older than I thought that she was. So she's how, just. How old is she? I mean, she's in her, I think, late 30s. Let me see. She's struck a bargain she's with She's 33. For sure. Oh, 33. Okay. But yeah. still, I thought she was younger. I don't know. Yeah, she, looks she, like younger. She's, she looks like she's going to be 25 forever. Yeah. She's gorgeous. I really. And I like her Knock vibe. Knock yourself out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, movies for me. Uh huh. The only thing that I've seen since we spoke, which comes, I cannot recommend this enough. On Netflix, it's called Fry Bread Face and Me. It's directed and written by Billy Luther. And the gist is a young boy from San Diego is sent to spend the summer with his uh, a Navajo grandmother on the reservation in Arizona, where he meets and connects with his cousin. So you're like, oh, okay. No, no, no. This I think it's semi biographical because I think it shows pictures of him. Uh-huh. But um, he's he's this is the eighties kids, and it, he's he's you know in San Diego going to go to the reservation like he's Navajo. He is LGBTQIA, but just figuring it out. 
Uh-huh. Right. And they don't, and you know, he's wearing the, the, the woman's cowboy hat. He's all about Stevie Nicks. And they're like, Stevie <laughs> Nicks is a witch. <laughs> you know, and it has a, it has a, the, the trailer is cute. Cause he goes, he runs outside and he has his Fleetwood Mac shirt and he goes, <laughs> like, it's just like, it is, <laughs> it is super cute. You'll cry. You'll laugh. I was crying because the grandmother and it's also really beautiful because there's some parts you know that the grandmother all she doesn't know english all she knows is their native language so when certain parts what i thought it was really beautiful because he doesn't under he or they i don't know what you would call him at the time little boy he doesn't understand it so when she's talking to him there's no translation so uh-huh. you just get the essence like she like he would. Right. He's like, I don't understand her. But he's like, sometimes I I do, you know, even though I don't understand the language. But then when she's talking to the cousin, then it's, you know, there's subtitles and stuff. And I thought that was beautiful. I totally recommend it. it's an easy watch. And you're just like, yeah. And uh, Ta- Taiki Wakiki is the executive producer. Um, huh. Array, which is homegirls. I can't think of her name right now. Um, Queen Sugar, Oprah, her, it's her production company, Array Films. So okay. they uh, released it and it just came out literally like November 24th. And it is, it was like hitting like number four, number three on Netflix. And it is super cute. So I recommend. Okay. That's great. I have just bookmarked that and I yeah. am going to check that out. Yeah. We can discuss in the new year, if you will. Uh-huh. So books, books, books. What are we talking about in the books? I have been reading a book, which I highly recommend, which is uh, it's called The Fifth Season. And it's like kind of it's a fantasy book. Um, It came out in 2015 and I only learned about it because a bunch of people, um, you know, I have found myself onto book talk. And people always say when they talk about like their favorite fantasy novels, this is on here. It won the Hugo Award in 2016 for best novel. And it has two other, it's a three novel series and they're all out. So Hmm. you're not going to be like, oh my gosh, I love this. And then they're going to break your heart because they're never going to put out final books looking at you, George R.R. Martin. (laughs) And um, it's actually really interesting because it, they're, they're kind of vague about it, but I think that everyone in it are like, I think the entire cast of characters are people of color. Mm. And like, there is one person who's like a freak and they talk about how pale her skin is. I'm like two thirds <laughs> of the way through. So I'm like, I, I just think that it's, I think it's a very matter of fact mm. that it just takes place in a world where most of the people are darker skinned. And like, I just, I kind of like that, that it's mm. like, it's something the woman who wrote it is um, a black woman and uh, you can kind of tell like there's definitely some like culture like interesting I would say kind of like African-ish culture that's woven into it it's it's really good I am enjoying it and I'm almost done with that book so that is my recommendation I love it I just saw a photo of her and I like the cover um Every age must come. The fifth season, every age must come to an end. I'm yeah. going to bookmark and check it out. Gracias. Yeah. yeah. 
it's and it's like it's interesting about like they have these towns that it's like a caste system so um if you are a um like there's breeders there's this there's that and it's just like a really it was it was such a like fresh and different perspective from a lot of fantasy which like i just get so tired of like the princess and the this and the and so it was just it was really creative and really well done and it's won a bunch of awards and yeah i like it nice love that um is it ya or adult I would say it's adult, but it's not out of the YA. Like a YA person could, there's nothing in it that's like, you know, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, like, I would say it's just, it's pretty long and dense and it switches viewpoints a lot, which might not be like super YA friendly, but right. yeah, I don't know why it couldn't be. Okay. I'll check it out. Um, I, I might, you know, that might be a, check it to see who reads it if it's audio because i want to see who who does yeah. a good job so for books i've been on a rampage because i've been listening to them and i've been on you know several road trips up north and just you know so since we spoke i finished three books whoa okay yeah. lessons in chemistry which we discussed and yes. i had just started but i finished the show which is lovely but I would now that I read the book, I liked it a lot, but I don't know if because I was heavily influenced envisioning, you know, but I liked uh -huh. it a lot. I wish now that I that the show's over and I read the listened to the book afterwards, I wish that they would have. They changed the story in some places so much that I think it would have been way more satisfying if they would have done what they did in the book in the series. And you'll know what oh. I'm talking about once you watch it. And then we can okay. discuss. But that's okay. what I'll say. But I really love it. And let me reiterate for those who didn't listen to last episode. Sh this shit came out last year. She was 65 years old. Her first, her debut novel. I love that so much. New York bestseller. New York Times bestseller. She was 65. It's never too late, kids. Never too late. Um, And then I uh, started and finished Suddenly a Murder by Lauren Munoz. Highly recommend if you like Clue, if you like Knives Out. It's a YA book, but it Rocket, my husband, we listened to it on our way up and our way back. And we were, he's, I'm a tough critic. He's super tough. And he's like, yeah, he's like, that was cool. It wasn't like, oh my God, like, but it was, it was good. And the reason why I got a early, it came out in September. I got an early copy way, way early, but I didn't get to it till now because she's going to be, I'm going to have a conversation with her for a word to your mama in a couple of weeks. Oh, so I, I don't think her episode is going to drop. We're going to record in December, but I don't think it's going to drop to January. And I was like, I want to know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, and so I asked, they gave me a, a, a early access to a, a digital arc. And they're like, if you want uh, Penguin, uh, Penguin Random House, reach out to me directly. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. yeah. They reached out to directly and they're like, we, we would love you to have her on. And I was like, well, I don't just have just anybody on. Like, I want to like their work or at least read their work, you know. So uh, I asked, I was like, is there any chance I have access to uh a di like an audio 
the the act the reader that's the acting it makes or breaks an audiobook uh-huh, and she yeah, did sure. an amazing job i can't remember her name right now but anyways uh i'm gonna surprise the author by having the the act the actress that read it a little a little comment i was like what do you think and so she she's like what is your but what you don't have that section of questions and comments from the audience so she's one of them but i recommend oh, I love that so she's, uh, you know, a lawyer. I'm going to find out more about her. But she's a, a lawyer who turned into a writer. And this is her debut novel. And she's really into those, that type of that era of stuff. And it's teens, modern day teens that go to a rich school. And, uh-huh. and, and of course, you know, there's the one Mexican chick that's in there for scholarship because her mom works at, at the school. And then, but her best friend is one of the richest people ever and they love old timey films. So they go to this island where the house is where it was filmed at and they, they do a, a, you know, where they dress up in the times and then it turns into like a clue who done it murder mystery. Uh huh. And it was, it was, it was a good time. So I love yeah. that. So finish that suddenly a murder by Lauren Munoz. And then I also finished. The Deepest Well, Healing the Long-Term Effects of Childhood Trauma and Adversity by Dr. Nadine Burke-Harris, who is Jamaican-American, right? So it's a Black woman. But if you don't know, if that name doesn't ring a bell, she's also California's first ever Surgeon General. Oh. Yes. So the reason why I know about ACEs in general, which is adverse childhood experiences there's a test you could take to see and she did all this research on it so when i was doing research on aces then i ran into her and i want to have her on i reached out to her after i read the book but amazing if you've read body keeps a score that's what i used to recommend now it's Uh this one now it's this one yes okay it 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 breaks it she breaks down the research into you know, layman's terms, but in a, but also what she's done for the community and how she came about this and how she wanted to, to make sure that it's not just poor black and brown folks, but this is a universal topic. And this affects all of us in the same way research shows, right? So it, it's an amazing book. Um, I totally recommend it. It is on the Word to Your Mama mental health resources list. There's a page uh, that there'll be a link to it in the show notes. But uh, yeah, I loved it. Loved it. Huh. Okay. That's really She reads it herself, but she does an amazing job reading it. And Uh you feel it when it's a sad part. She, you know, she sounds sad and it it, because she's reliving it and it's just like, oh, okay. So anyways recommend and so now i'm looking to see what's my my next books i'm excited to see what i'm gonna be uh listening to because that's the only way kids because if i try to read at night i'm asleep by in two pages yeah same i uh and i have both um i have like five credits on audible Mm. and probably five credits on libro and so i have a lot I know. I'm. I need to find things that I need to listen to. Yeah. Well, there's, there's, there's two. You you've already read lessons in chemistry. Um, and then for those who have Spotify Premium, if you didn't know, because I don't think they did a really good job of promoting it, you get. I think I mentioned this last time. You get 15 hours of audiobooks, and it's access to the latest and greatest. So that's pretty great. Yeah. 
nice that you can like even use it just to listen to something for an hour and be like, am I into this before I get my money on it? Exactly. I really love that. Um, And then you could pace, you know, because like I started listening to um, Leslie Jones biography in which she doesn't go off the book. She goes, she tells a story like she's just telling the story and like Chris no does a Yeah. She's like, she's like, they were so mad at me doing it. Cause they're like, that's not on the book. And they're like, but then she's telling such a great story. She just yeah. kind of like uses her book as a guide, <laughs> like an yeah. outline. I mean, I think it's kind of genius because then you want to, you want both. Yeah. And Chris Rock does a forward with her and it's funny how they interact with each other when they're doing it. So yeah, it, 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 we were like driving back. We had finished Suddenly a Murder. We're like, oh, let's listen to Leslie Jones. And then we're like, that's chapter one. And then I saw her on a on a podcast and then she was like, I was telling Rock, I was like, that's why it was chapter one. She went above and beyond. Probably like the book. She just was going off, ripping off, you know. So anyways... Anything else before we end the 2023s, T.I.? No. Um, Whatever holidays are left to celebrate, I hope that you, our gentle listeners, are celebrating those. And that you are ready for a really amazing 2024. Yeah, let's kill it. Let's do this. Um, You know, I hope you and your loved ones are safe and healthy. And uh, we'll see the next nerd out in 2024. Peace out, nerds. Peace out, nerds. Make sure to follow Where's Your Mama on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you stream your podcast, or download the Latina Podcasters Network app. <laughs>